Hi, this is the Pilgrim Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Pure Living Family Podcast. This week, we will turn the focus back to men's health, hashtag Wild Warrior Dad, and welcome in a special guest, someone I'm very fortunate to know and um, have in my life. Um, I call him Shaman Shane. His full name is uh, Shane Rollins. He lives in Alpine, Utah. I coached his son, McCoy, for a number of years. And just recently, we've become closer, um, and I feel very fortunate to have him come on the podcast, share some time with us. Uh, Shane is a very successful businessman. Uh, He's been self-employed. He's owned a couple of businesses, done very well for himself and his family. And he has really taken on the challenge of raising testosterone naturally, and so he's here to share his findings and his learnings with us, and I'm so grateful that he did. Um, today, I feel very fortunate um, to have a friend join me in this conversation. But before um, we jump into any details, there, uh, I just want to try something really quickly. Um, I did my yoga certification about a year ago, and I kind of want us just uh, just to drop into the conversation. So if everyone can just, and um, the guest, Shane, who you'll get to know here in just a little, in just a few minutes, uh, he's doing it with us as well. But if all of you will just kind of settle in, if you're seating, if you're sitting down, go ahead and plant your feet on the, on the ground. If you're standing, same thing, just kind of uh, put your feet shoulder width apart and then turn your palms up towards the sky. And I want everyone just to kind of close your eyes, settle in, and now I want everyone to just start focusing in on your breath. So I'll do it with you, but uh, just start to be aware of your breath. And what I like to do is we'll take a deep inhale through the nose, hold it at the top, and then let it let it go, and try to make the inhale three, four seconds. Hold for just one or two, and then exhale. And ready, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Last one, inhale. And exhale. Let the exhale be longer. Perfect. Just wanted to kind of arrive together in the same space and um, introduce you to my friend who's become more of a close friend over the last couple months, um, Shane Rawlings. I call him Shaman Shane. Uh, Others do as well. Shane, thanks for joining the podcast. Glad to be here. Shane and I first met each other because I coached his son McCoy for a couple years in soccer. Um, This was 10 years ago or so. And, um, you know, the funny thing I was thinking about Shane just recently is (laughs) I remember McCoy 
and Brody kind of joking around that uh, their family was such um, health conscious, you know, hippies that wouldn't allow sweets and um, was very cognizant of everything you've eaten. And my family's kind of turned into that now. So it's funny yeah. to see the other side, but yeah, totally funny. I mean, I, uh, my mom was always very health conscious. She instilled in us uh, health conscious. I can't say that I followed it forever. When I first got married. I, you know, I didn't follow it. Um, so good and put on 65 pounds and <laughs> funny it was with McCoy. Um, we were up in Washington. It was 2006. We were up there. We rented an Airbnb because my father lived up in Blaine um, at the time. He since passed away. But um, and we were watching World Cup. Mm. Right? Um, and my sister Ange and her husband Brad were with us and some other family members. And I was like, hey, McCoy, let's go for a run. Um, and in 2006, he would have been eight. So I said, he said, OK, so we went for probably. I don't know, three miles. And when I got back, I mean, I'm sorry to say the insides of my thighs were all like chafed, you know, like almost red because they'd been rubbing together. And I was like, okay, I got to get this weight off. And I didn't, um, I took it very slow from that point on, but yeah, um, I got back into health. I got back into eating right. Um, and that was for better or worse. My kids had no choice at that point. <laughs> I mean, we still allowed them some sweets and things, but we became a little bit more religious about it. So yeah, it's funny. Well, it was, I remember it because I, I was trying to bribe the boys, um, in a winning, the winner of a competition was going to get some treat. And I was asking what treat they wanted. And between Brody and McCoy, who were the ultimate salespeople at the time, uh, even at 12, 13, 14 years old, they were extremely uh, good at jumping into people's heads and convincing them. So anyway, it was like those oatmeal cookies that they had asked for. And um, they had just kind of joked around that McCoy didn't really get a lot of sweets at his house. And now my daughter, who's nine, similar age, all of her friends are like, why is everything organic in your house? Yeah. Yeah. They just Sometimes they just want to be normal. That's in quotes. I put that. But yeah. <laughs> Well, Shane, I wanted to bring you on to the conversation because I think you add a lot of value when it comes to the conversation about men's health. And um, before we jump into the testosterone conversation, uh, why don't you just give us kind of a quick summary of like how you arrived to where you are today, both business and family, whatever you feel like our, our listeners would benefit from understanding about you. Because a lot of our audience is moms uh, that would then turn to their husbands uh, about what you give as advice, but kind of think that it, of that as your audience. So I, um, I've always been self-employed since I was 23 years old. Uh, there have been times, you know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes it's feast or famine. I had a father that was very much an entrepreneur and owned several businesses and had periods where it was real good and periods where it wasn't so good. And so in my own life and some of those periods between business ventures, I would hold an occasional part-time job or something just to kind of supplement, but I've always been self-employed. The industry that I'm in was in the investment education space, specifically stock trading. Um, and I'm also a trader myself. Um, in the last couple of years, I've exited the um, education space, if you will, and um, primarily just trade for myself now. Not a day trader, but uh, more of a what we call a position trader, but that's, that's my background. That's what I do for, you know? Yeah. Perfect. 
Well, and so I had coached McCoy. This was probably 10 years ago. How old is he now? 24? 24. He just turned 24 in January. Yeah. Perfect. So it would have been about 10 years ago that I had coached McCoy, Shane's son. And um, he had moved on. He had stopped playing with the team that I was representing. And we were always cordial. Like we were never super close. But over the last few months, we've become really close, I would say. And um you had heard that I had gone to a meditation retreat and uh, we had reconnected. So then we went on a hike and you knew going on the hike, we were going to do a cold plunge uh, at the end of it. So tell us like what your thought process was and like why you showed up. <laughs> so um, I showed up first and foremost because I wanted to reconnect with you. Um, I did go do a little bit of research, just high level, you know, Google cold plunges, benefits, um, and I was intrigued. Um, I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm very much about all natural, right? And everything I, I do, I try to do as much all natural as you can. And so reading some of the benefits, and I think you maybe even have communicated a few of them to me, maybe that was after on the hike up, actually, you might've communicated, but I went and did a few, re a little research and it was good for you. It helps your immune system. It was good for mood. It was, um, you know, good for testosterone. So I was like, yeah, let's go give this a shot. Um, I didn't, outside of that, I didn't really know what else to expect, but why not? It looked, it was a challenge, um, you know, in the freezing cold uh, outside snow, jump in some water and see where it goes. So that was kind of what it was. Well, and since then, um, cause you were taking testosterone injections prior to this and we had had this conversation as we were starting the hike. So you already knew what your levels were prior yep. to the hike. And yep. so tell us what happened after that first cold plunge, cause you've taken it on as something that you love doing. So tell us what happened as you kind of experienced that first cold plunge with me. And then from there, what you did. So about four or five years ago, I went to see a hormone doctor. Um, I had at 42 years old, I kind of was late to the game, but I started doing jujitsu, no gi jujitsu. Right. And a bunch of the guys that I would roll with, um, one of my, went a couple of them actually I went to high school with, and he was telling me how he got on these testosterone shots. It helped his strength. And, you know, he's a big gym rat. And so I thought, well, um, maybe, right. This was, this is actually probably 42 that he was telling me about it. And I had read some things about it, whether it was accurate or not, I don't know. And uh, he'd said, well, you want to get on something that's bioidentical um, to what your testosterone is naturally. And so fast forward a few years now, I'm probably 44, 45. And I do start to see a little bit of a decrease in strength, um, libido. I mean, all that stuff that comes with aging for all guys. And so I went and saw his doctor who, did approach it from very much an all natural standpoint, the, the best you can. Now, I don't really know. I've done a little more research on it now, and I'm not sure there's really any substitute to put in your body that's truly all natural, like your body produces its own testosterone. Right? Mm -hmm. But I kind of had read the benefits of maintaining reasonable levels of testosterone as opposed to some of the things that might ail you if your testosterone gets too low. So I figured, well, I wasn't super happy about injecting it, but I thought um, I weighed the, the risk reward, right? The cost benefit. And so I started taking these testosterone injections. And at the time when I first got my blood work done, 
it's been a while, but I think my natural levels, even at 45, were probably, um, I think they were just over 500. So from the doctor at that time, he said, yeah, once you enter up into that, if you're even above 300, 350, 400, I think was, the, he said, a lot of doctors will say, well, you're fine. He said, we like to have our patients between eight and 1200. So I started on the full dose, which I think is about 200 milliliters, uh, 200, I'd have to get the packaging, but it's, it's a full vial um, that when you take it, it's, it's kind of the dose that they normally prescribe. For most men at my age, and I've got friends that are on that full dose to get their levels to where they need to be. And so I started on the full dose, went back for some blood work. The doctor said, hey, you're too high. Uh, so we backed it off to 0.75. Um, now, maybe it's 0.75 milliliters. I can't, because anyways, it's not quite the full individual vial when they put it in an individual vial, right? It's, it's 375% of one little tiny uh, injection of a normal dose. And at that level, my, my level seemed to kind of um, be in the range that the doctor was happy with, right? In that eight to 1200. And so I was on that for probably three or four years, really until I was taking that much until we started cold plunging. And that was what intrigued me about the cold plunge was you had said, well, you can naturally increase your testosterone levels. So I got recommitted years ago. I also used to take a supplement called rhodiola. Hmm. Now I buy mine. I'm kind of a fanatic. So I buy mine sourced directly from it's wild. It's still in the root form. It's sourced from the Himalayas and rhodiola is an adaptogen that lowers your stress level. And there's a, by taking your cortisol levels down. And there's a direct interplay between, I'm not a medical expert on it, but there's a direct interplay between cortisol and testosterone levels. Mm -hmm. and they interact with each other. So if you can keep your cortisol levels lower, your stress lower, your natural testosterone levels are going to be um, higher. And I've cycled on and off of rhodiola over the years, more for strength and different things and just managing stress. But I haven't been on it for um, probably two, three years. So I said, well, I want to, I want to kind of test this uh, theory of cold plunges. And so I started, you had said to me, and I don't know if it's according to Wim Hof or who it is, but you got to get at least 11 minutes a week. It's Huberman, Andrew Huberman. Oh, okay. Andrew Huberman. So I started religiously getting at least 11. I was probably hitting more like 15 to 16, because I would either go do three plunges at five and a half to six minutes or two plunges at seven and a half to nine minutes, right? Depending on, and I've got a place close to my house, so I'm fortunate. It's a little river that runs down. It's just up above me, uh, pretty private. So I can strip down, get completely naked, jump in there. Uh, although, well, we won't get off on that tangent. Somebody did see me once, but that's probably a story for another time. But um, so I, I was hitting that 11 to 16 minutes a week, every week. I started back on my rhodiola and when I went back into my doctor and I, I me naturally just started taking my testosterone levels down because I could kind of monitor and feel that or just kind of try to trust my own intuition. So I took my injections down from 0.75 to 0.4. Mm. So now I'm less than half of a dose of what most men my age are on for one injection, but I am, supplementing religiously every morning with the rhodiola and I'm doing my hitting my 15, 16 minutes a week of cold plunges. And I did that for about three months religiously. 
because I think it was November, maybe it was November, early December that you and I um, first plunged, right? And it, the very next week I went out and hit that 11 minutes, right? The next week I hit 15 or 16 and I've not missed other than when I was out of town. And my levels in doing my blood work, my, I think it's called free testosterone, the one that they look at that see that's available for you to use on 0.4 of my injection with the cold plunges and the rhodiola is that it's at 1500, mm. which they want me between eight and 1200. So I even asked my doctor, I said, Hey, and I told her what I'm doing. She says, fantastic. That's great. Keep doing it. And she said, I said, should I take my um, level dose down a little bit more? She goes, no, I'm okay with you being at 1500. You feel good. Um, let's do this for six months and let's see how your levels maintain and how they look. And if they look good, then maybe you can back it off to 0.3 or, you know, whatever that looks like. So I am something changed. Yeah. Sure, right. And I think it's a combination of the rhodiola and the cold plunges and yeah, so it's been great. Well, we'll probably have to link the, in the show notes that rhodiola where you yeah. purchase it just so everyone because uh, I'm interested in start taking it as well. Yeah, I've been working absolutely. with Wild War, uh, Wild Warrior Nutrition that have yeah. sent me beef testicles and pine pollen because there's a lot of natural uh, remedies that I've dove into, um, which I think is super interesting that a lot of people don't even pay attention to is there's natural herbs and supplements that you can take to raise testosterone naturally. And unfortunately, the reports now, this is just science data that men um are have low levels of testosterone the lowest in history and i mean you can come to your own conclusion of that yourself out there um those listeners and we're not just talking talking about sexual health at all like that plays a part of it but when we're talking about testosterone we're talking about vital life energy for men so when it comes to mental health to mood to depression uh if your testosterone levels are low all of those things are going to be a challenge to you. So that's why I wanted to bring you on because I, I thought it was so fascinating. Um, your story, and you've taken it on more than I have because I, I typically do the one hike a week and then do the cold plunge, but you're doing the 15, 16 minutes. Um, Andrew Huberman had said, like, do three minutes a day the or three or four times a week is really how he came to his number. And Huberman is a professor at Stanford University, so um, you can really validate the information coming from him. But it's kind of funny, too, to see. I don't know if you saw the video today. J.P. Sears, are you familiar with the comedian? Uh, I've, no, I mean, I've heard the name, but I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. No. <laughs> I'll just send you the video because he just totally mocks all the guys because it's such a craze right now that everyone's doing cold plunges and you're such a healer by doing the cold plunge. But there's some serious, true... Uh, scientific benefits and and you can just you know prove it from your own life experience right has your family noticed the difference um, yeah I think that I would say they have I mean in addition to the um, you know the testosterone for all the reasons you said even outside of the sexual reasons um, it's just it's good mentally mm. like I was um, on a hike with my brother Austin uh, we went down to, what's it called? Diamond Canyon, up kind of as you're headed up uh, Price Canyon, maybe. And there's some natural, I, there must be geothermal hot pots that kind of flow out and the whole river 
So we hiked up to the top, did a, sat in some probably 98 to 100 degree weather and, um, or water, not weather, water. And then if we got down to the bottom to where the water was cold enough again um, and we plunged. And I think it was the first time my brother Austin had hit like six minutes, but you could, I could just see, cause I went through it myself like this, um, just pushing yourself, mm-hmm. not fanatically, not stupid, but just pushing yourself to do something that's a little bit uncomfortable um, for a little while. And there's so many, um, I imagine there's so many benefits from just that, even outside of all the testosterone. So yeah, it's been great. I love it. Like, I literally, it feels like a reset to me when I do it, the days mm-hmm. that I do it. Oh, I'm glad um, we went down this road because uh, I'm sleeping a lot better, generally speaking, with my health. But the days that I plunge, I still have like wake cycles. You know, I try to get seven, seven and a half hours a night. Some nights I do that, some I get six and a half to seven. But I have like a, um, you know how you kind of just wake up maybe once, 330 it takes you 10, 15 minutes, you fall back asleep, right? The days that I plunge, I sleep all the way through mm. and I dream more vividly. Interesting. Like I've monitored it too to be like, and I, it, it's not a placebo effect because I didn't, I wasn't going into it thinking, oh, I'm going to have these benefits. I just started noticing. I'm like, wow, I slept all through the night. Last night I had more vivid dreams and I started linking it back to the days that I actually did the plunge. So for what that's worth, there's something there. Well, that's interesting. Austin went with me on Saturday and he did eight minutes. So he continues yeah. to in- increase his capability too. And one thing I, um, I had read the art of power by thick, not Han. He's, um, from Vietnam, uh, and really amazing shaman that obviously, obviously has come from a very conflict ridden location uh, being vietnam he was there during the war um but in his book i just want to quote him really fast what he said about mindfulness so he says mindfulness is always mindfulness of something you cannot concentrate on or become mindful of nothing so to practice mindfulness you need an object when you focus your attention on your breath your breathing is the object of your mindfulness and concentration When you generate the energy of mindfulness, it will embrace the object of your attention and keep it alive in your mind. He continues, when you notice a strong emotion arising, go back to yourself and begin the practice of mindful breathing to generate the energy of mindfulness for your protection. Be there for your emotion and don't just let it overtake you. Don't become a victim of your emotions. I love this quote when I read it because I feel like that is meditation to me. Um, cause when I've tried meditation in the past, everyone, my first instinct is, Oh, I got to quiet the mind. And Bruce Lee, even in, uh, be water, I think on ESPN says quiet the mind. So that's like, that doesn't, that makes no sense. Cause my mind never quiets, but <laughs> if I'm mindful of something in this case, Thich Nhat Hanh says mindful of our breath, that is me- mindfulness. That is meditation. What are your thoughts on that? I think you're absolutely right. It's funny you bring that up because Bruce Lee was a childhood idol of mine. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally, childhood idol. I love that interview. Um, I can't remember the show, but it's in the 70s. Um, it's about it. I've seen it on Twitter and a few other places where he's going through that whole idea of quiet your mind and being like water. And 
and I still don't understand what he means by that either. But I think you're absolutely right. I, what I've one thing I've started doing the last two or three plunges, um, and I love it because um, I like to get up there. I like to be not that I don't love to go with you and those guys as well. It's just a different experience. But I love to be up there by myself. And when I'm in that water, I, if the sun's out, I'll try to face the sun. And I have a few affirmations and different things that I go through. Mm. And I do make it, it literally is a six to nine minute meditation mm. session for me in the water. I'm taking in that direct sunlight. I've got some affirmations and things that I'm saying to myself. I'm concentrating on my breathing and I'm just there. It's just me. It's awesome. So I think for sure that's um, definitely. Well, now you listeners can all understand why we call him Shaman Shane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we just have a couple more minutes left. So just keeping that audience in mind. So just as a reminder, the majority of our audience, they're special needs parents. Um, their kids have some sort of disability ailment. And our focus for them is we want to encourage them to take better care of themselves. So in this case, maybe the moms are listening. Um Maybe the dads are listening. If not, moms, go get the dads. Shane, what final thing, thoughts do you have to say to them about cold plunges and what you've learned from it? Um, it's a great way to reset and reset, recharge yourself. I mean, I, at first I'd say um, my heart goes out to those parents. Mm. Um. They're beautiful people. Um, keep doing what you do. And just become mindful, more mindful of your own health so that you can maybe do what you do even a little better. And I think cold plunges is a great way, especially for men. I'm trying to get my wife to go do it. She says, hell no, it's never happening. <laughs> um, but it really is a good way for you just to unplug a little bit, get out in nature and uh, just connect with nature. It'll recharge you and it'll reset you. Beautiful. Well, Shane, I appreciate you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, we're having Austin on here soon too. I love your cool. family. I love you so much. Um, so thanks I for joining. Too, Sean. <laughs> Hi, this is the Pure Green Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela.